the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is the Unruffle Podcast, episode 189. This is a podcast about recovery through creativity. We live an intentional life. We thrive. I am Sandra Primo. And I'm Tammy Salas. And we are The Unruffled. Hello, Unruffled listeners. We are popping in at the top of the show to share with you several ways that you can help support the podcast. First, you can become a patron of the show by donating to our Patreon fundraising campaign. Please consider supporting our consistent effort in bringing you weekly content on creativity and recovery, all for less than the price of a latte. For just a dollar an episode, you will receive early access to each week's show as our way of saying thank you. If every listener did this, we would be over the moon. The link to our Patreon campaign is www.patreon.com backslash the unruffled podcast. And that's not it. You can share our show on social media or with your friends, and you can subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating on iTunes. All of this helps our little show immensely. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now onto the show. Hey, Sandra. Good morning. Ah, oh, this is our second podcast of the day. It even, is. Though our, even though our listeners don't know that, but um, we've been no. real busy this morning. We can't, we mm-hmm. real busy because of the holidays. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is uh, a yeah. holiday. We, yeah. it's been a while since we've done a holiday episode. <laughs> that's right. We have done a couple before. So if anybody is jonesing for some vintage Tammy and Sandra holiday um, <laughs> episodes, you can listen to episode 33. That was done back in 2017, which it seems like, oh, so long ago. I know. And back in 2019, you can find episode 138. So this is a, the new and improved version that we're doing this year because what a year it's been. Right. This holiday will be like no other. Right. Yeah. We're gonna- Regardless of where you are in your recovery. <laughs> Yeah. You're, we're not alone that it's going to be different. Right. And right. Pr- prior years, it always felt like we were different because we stopped drinking and we're going to the things. No, everybody's going to have a different kind of holiday. Absolutely. But can we talk for a minute? Mm-hmm. How, how miserable it would be if we were drinking right now and, yeah, and approaching this holiday <laughs> because, you know, because everything is so out of our control, because it's not going to look like all the other Thanksgivings and Christmases that we've had before, mm-hmm. um, because it, everything feels so isolating right now. I mean, if I was drinking, I would be off the rails at this point. Yeah. 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 I was, when working with clients, you know, it's, it's, I'm amazed and they're so miraculous that they want to stop drinking right now because I, I know that when I was drinking, if this had been, had happened, it would be like just a total excuse to just, yeah, to go off the rails, like to say F it every single night to be like, you know, I'm home. What else am I going to do? 
which right. I don't know about you, Sandra, I'm home and I have a million things to do. Like I have oh, so yeah. So many oh, yeah. things to keep my time occupied that there's not enough hours in the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. But I tell you, you know, if, and I mean, and I think if that's what, that's why this moment is so defining, I think, for people and their relationships to alcohol. Um, you know, because if they ever use the excuse that they were only social drinkers or whatever, you know, now that that element is taken away. So you really get to see who you are right now, um, especially in relation to alcohol for those um, that are listening that still, you know, that are still drinking. And so I don't, you know, um, the invitation is loud, Mm -hmm. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, um, the pivoting, right. Of, of what the invitation is, or kind of seeing a different invitation, um, is really important. I mean, I, my invitation right now is, is to think about, um, how can I get sturdier? You know, how can I support my sobriety? Um, I think about that every morning upon awakening. Like I just, I lay there for a minute and maybe not so overtly in those words, but just like, how can I start this day? How can I get grounded? How can I find um, kind of some firm, some firm um, footing, I guess. And I know from years past, and we've talked about our holidays in the past and kind of how um, unmanageable they were, at least on my end, I know. And Oh, yeah. And it, it was a shit show. And this year for me, um, I'm going to be all alone, Sandra. My mm-hmm. son and husband are going to my father-in-law's. And that is mostly because of the pandemic. Um, we had an invitation to go somewhere with friends, but they're having um, their family from LA come up and their children. And um, we just have to keep our pod tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so as much as I would love to go to that dinner and my husband and my son were invited as well, um, we decided, you know, we're not going to do that. And that, you know, I could feel a little bit of self-pity there, but I have to say, I'm really kind of looking forward to being all alone and working and just being home and catching up. Cause I feel like I, like I said, there's not enough hours in the day. I'm going to be using the day to kind of, um, organize myself. And you'll have an entire pie to yourself. That's, I mean, come on, (laughs) I'm getting a pie for sure. And I'm ordering, um, a friend of mine owns a sober gal owns um, a general store where they do really lovely cooking, a lot of to go things. And they're doing like pomegranate glazed short ribs and like mm. some yummy Brussels sprout option. I was like, I'm ordering some to go. I'm going to pick it up mm-hmm. on Wednesday. I'm going to have everything. I'm going to have all my drinks that I want to drink my non-alcoholic beverages, <laughs> um, my mm-hmm. pie, and I'm just going to hunker down. Oh yeah. Oh, it sounds nice actually. Yeah. Sounds nice. And even if even if there's still a little bit of you know wistfulness or mm-hmm. melancholy, that's okay too because yeah. yeah, it just sounds it just sounds really lovely. Yeah, we're keeping it so simple as well. We are not um I think my mom is coming even oh. though uh even though um you know, we're, she's coming. Let's just put it that way. Uh-huh. We, she doesn't want to be alone. And, um, 
I've even thought about, you know, maybe all of us even going to get a test, a quick COVID test before mm-hmm. and just to make positively sure that we're good. But, um, but she's coming, she stays, uh, you know, she's, she, she adheres to all protocols and, and we honestly do too. I mean, uh, you know, my husband goes to work and I go to the grocery store, but that's really it, you know, and we're, you know, we're ultra careful with masks and all that. So I honestly think we're pretty safe Yeah, and it'll just be my mom and that's it, you know, no other extended family. So, um, so anyway, but it's going to be just that very simple. What, let's see if I can articulate this right. What I found interesting during this pandemic, and this kind of goes for a lot of different things, but this umbrella of the basics, right? Like, you know, in recovery, they tell us to go back to the basics. Sometimes if we slip or if we, you know, have thoughts of drinking again, like go back to the basics. I feel like the pandemic has kind of, I've gotten to slough off all of these things, like Mm-hmm. And, and travel and going to coffee shops and saying yes to lots of things. I've got to kind of slough all of that off and just be um, home and with my kid and keeping things super simple. And I'm okay with that. It feels like this kind of a, a nice byproduct actually of the pandemic has been like, what's really super important, right? And you keeping it simple and just having your mom, me staying home, not being a martyr, um, just, it feels clean and clear. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Oh, totally. There's not a lot of trappings or guilt, or it just has to be because that is what is happening in the world right now. It just is. It's accepting Mm -hmm. what is. Right. And then I don't have to like over consume and be, you know, and just like be extravagant. Like, ugh, some of that, sometimes I just, sometimes that's great. And I, and I do want to just go for it and make things grand, but yes, you're right. It's so nice to just pare it down and you don't have to, you know, go buy all the table setting and all the, you know, and all the stuff you can just, uh, keep it just simple. You don't have to um, duct tape together. <laughs> tablecloth. You don't have to duct tape the tablecloth together and then get resentful about the duct tape. You just don't have to do any of that. <laughs> no. What are you saying? I don't know what you're saying right now, referring to an old episode, but uh, the old duct tape tablecloth incident of 2000 and <laughs> eight, I think it was, I don't know. Yes. Don't. Yeah. Oh, now I just had like a trauma response to that. (laughs) I was such a bitch when I was drinking. Oh my God. I just was like, I'm going to be Martha Stewart and I'm not going to be Martha. And I think Martha Stewart's a bitch sometimes. So, you know, (laughs) I was just channeling her, Sandra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There'll be no duct taped tablecloths or meltdowns this Thanksgiving. Right. Right. And I mean, think, think about it too, you know, because that's about all about expectations, right? And so totally. if you have just very low expectations, <laughs> you're most likely not going to be disappointed. Like everything yeah. is going to be just okay. Well, it's, it's, I was chatting with, um, uh, I can't remember a client or a sponsee, but we're talking about like the first Thanksgiving without alcohol. Right. And I just remember 
and I know I've probably told this in an old episode, but just real quick, I just remember asking for what I needed and what I needed was just for it to be the three of us for Thanksgiving that first year. And in light of the pandemic, I feel like that's a really easy ask, you know, and back then I felt like it was loaded because I always had tons of people over and I always overdid it, just overdid everything, stressed about everything, made it look just so, and that simple Thanksgiving, that first Thanksgiving that I was sober is one of the most beautiful Thanksgivings I've ever had. It was just the three of us and it was not stressful at all. I was in my head a lot, um, but it was really sweet. And so I think just in light of the time, the time that we're having right now in the world, um, I'm hoping that people, you know, that, that have stopped drinking and feel a little bit nervous about it. I hope they can find that simplicity as well. And maybe asking for what they need, like, Hey, can we not drink at the dinner table during dinner? You know, that's mm-hmm. what I had asked early on in sobriety of my husband. Like, can I, we just not drink while we're at the dinner table in front of our son? Mm-hmm. And he always did that. It was fine. You're right. It is the perfect time to, you know, practice being in a holiday um, Mm -hmm. without alcohol and yeah. And you don't have to suffer through, uh, you know, what uncle George is gonna, you know, the, the, the bottle of the five bottles of red wine that uncle George always brings to Thanksgiving. You know, (laughs) you don't have to suffer through that this time. Yeah. You don't, you know, so it really is a good time to just practice, um, practice being in a holiday without, without alcohol and kind of start your own new traditions. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I it is, um, yeah, this whole year, you know, and who knows, we don't know where the future is going or what's happening in vaccines and what's even next year is going to be. But if you are sober or sober curious, and you're listening to this, like you can do it differently and you can make your voice heard and you can ask for what you want, you know, and, and I don't know if you're going to get it, but gosh, if you don't ask, you don't get. And so I feel like just um, using my voice that first year as timid and tepid as it was, I was just kind of feeling it out. I, I was met in that way mm-hmm. and um, it felt good. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, and then talking about, you know, starting new traditions, specifically what I mean is, you know, maybe you come up with a wonderful Thanksgiving mocktail and that's going to be the thing that you make now. Thanksgiving, or, you know, maybe you invest all of your energy into the perfect pie. (laughs) That would be my vote. (laughs) (laughs) For new listeners that don't know, Sandra has once made me a pie when I went to Austin and it was the, what, it was a buttermilk. It was a buttermilk pie. She just showed up. It's when we were dreaming about the podcast and trying to figure out how to record ourselves without giggling too much. And, um, she showed up with this just freshly baked, beautiful buttermilk pie. And I'll never forget it. It Mm -hmm. Best pies ever. Yeah. You know, things are always better with pie. And, uh, it is pie season and I have really been like, I've cut way down on sugar. So I know that like the first piece of pie I have is gonna, gonna send me into some kind of sugar shock, but I'm (laughs) I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. (laughs) I I had a friend who sent me a picture of pie that she'd baked and said, you know, it was orgasmic. And I was like, I will have all of that pie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, yeah, every 
bite of that pie. That sounds fantastic. All of it. Yeah. Our, um, we've had, so our neighborhood is full of pecan trees. Mm. Um, it used to be supposedly before there were even houses here, there was like a, just a pecan, it was like a pecan orchard or something. And there's all different types of pecan trees and, it's like urban foraging, you know, they just yeah. fall. We don't have, well, we do have one pecan tree in our yard, but it just makes these tiny little pecans. Luckily our neighbors right across the street have three huge prolific pecan trees and they've just given us bags and bags of pecans. And so whatever dessert I make will involve pecans. <laughs> Betcha. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel, I mean, I don't know. I, as this happens, I hope this is encouraging for people. It gets better. You know, this is going to be my sixth um, sober holiday and it gets better. And that first holiday, I was like a shell of who I am now. And I was building myself back up and I was, um, lonely, sad, scared, felt like not a lot of people knew what I was going through. Didn't have a big community yet. Um, just had a couple, a couple of Instagram accounts, Laura and Holly that I followed and was slowly starting to gather. I hadn't even listened to Sandra. I hadn't met Sandra yet at this point. Um, and I, it was, it was lonely and it was hard. Um, but I didn't have to drink over it, you know? And, um, I love waking up without a hangover the day after Thanksgiving I actually mm -hmm. love waking up. My big drinking day was the night before Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Right. That Absolutely. was the, let's rip the bandaid off and let's get this party started. So oh, I'm not actually yeah. waking up on Thanksgiving without a hangover. Oh yeah. I think we've talked about that specifically yeah. in previous episodes, but yeah, that was, that was a huge drinking night for me. And I think, you know, I think nationwide, it's a huge drinking night The yeah. The, night before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving night. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I would, you know, it was, I used, uh, cooking as an excuse, you know, Oh, I gotta stay up until you guys go to bed. Y'all won't mm -hmm. see me until in the morning. I gotta stay up and cook. Yeah. Cause I'm real busy. I got a lot of things to do. Real busy, real busy. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, several bottles on standby and right. yeah. Ugh, God, just off. Ugh. Yeah. Never, ever, ever do I wake up and, and regret that I, yeah, don't drink and I'm not waking up with a hangover. And, you know, speaking of, of those, that, that morning ritual, it, you know, this will be my seventh um, mm. holiday sober. And I still wake up every morning and thank God, goddess, universe, um, divine mm -hmm. understanding for my sobriety. I do that every morning, mm -hmm. um, without fail Yeah, because it is, uh, it is, um, something I choose every 24 hours. So, yep. Yeah. That helps us not to future trip. Right. Mm. Um, I know that it can seem like a long time to stay sober for forever. Um, and I am a planner, so, you know, that I have to resist that urge, uh, of my, with my nature to plan the future. Um, 
And in that way, that is my practice every day. Just to, that's why I pour my tea every day. That's kind of my symbol for a reset button to kind of, you know, I'm going to choose today and I'm going to stay sober for these next 24 hours. Um, there's so much support online right now. I mean, when we got sober five and six years ago, like it, it, I mean, there was resources for sure because we found them, but it is so prevalent now, you know, Holly has a, a free course that she's doing, I think till the end of the year, um, like her six weeks of sobriety to take you to the end of the year. Um, you're teaching a course that's, that's, um, focused on the Enneagram and art. And it's a bunch of sober, awesome ladies. I don't, well, actually, I don't know if they're all sober, um, but we've gathered there with you, you know, and there's online support meetings that are like so, so much access right now. So much access to meetings, mm-hmm. yeah. all different kinds of meetings, not just AA meetings, but all kinds of different sobriety support meetings. So I just think it's the time, like if you're feeling twitchy or itchy, yeah drop in somewhere. You can start dropping in into our secret Facebook group, but yeah, yeah, just drop in and, um, reach out because that was my first, you know, that was my first community was online too. And, and I mean, you know, even though I had to follow a secret path to find it, it was was such a weird space. It was not on Facebook, but, um, it is like a secret society too. But now there are so many, so many places that you can drop into. So please, you, you, if you are female identified, you are welcome in our group. Yes. Um, and there's so much, so much good support, so much good support, no matter where you are on your, with your sobriety. Yeah. You just need to friend us up on Facebook and send us a message just saying, Hey, can you add me to your secret Facebook or the podcast Facebook group? Or, um, and, and that's the only way in because it is secret, meaning that it's not searchable or people can't see who's in the group. Um, so we protect your, um, we protect your identity in there. Um, within there, it'll have your name, but I mean, on the outside, you can't search for it. So just send us a message. And then every Sunday we have, um, a get unruffled, uh, sobriety support meeting at 9am central 11, I'm sorry, 9am Pacific 11 central and 12 noon Eastern. And that has been such a lovely, beautiful place to come every Sunday since the pandemic started, we've been meeting there. Yep. It's a great way to kind of launch into my Sunday. It makes me feel really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't, we don't do anything weird, like call on people or do any kind of round robin or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can just have your video off and, and listen, you yeah. don't even have to share. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to start hosting TLC meetings on Saturday nights. Every other Saturday night, I'm sharing with Lisa Williams, who we met through the home secret Facebook group. Why don't you uh, tell everyone what TLC is? Because yeah, thank you. Not, it's not under our umbrella. Correct. TLC is Laura McCowan's The Luckiest Club. And there's a, it's a membership and there's like, I don't know, 17 to 20 meetings a week. And I'm going to be hosting the Saturday night meeting at 730 Pacific. And every other Saturday, that's where I'll be. And I'll just be leading a meeting and then people will share and there's no dogma and there's nothing kind of, there's, you don't have to identify as anything. You can be sober, sober curious. They do have a couple of little guidelines, which are kind of interesting, Sandra, that um, if you're smoking, vaping or drinking, um, they ask you to have your video off and to not, um, not share, maybe just listen. 
um, at that time. I shouldn't say smoking for that, but I just mean like if you're drinking, if you're kind of in active drinking right then. Um, and then they ask people to, you know, um, you know, share, share whatever they want. But if you're drinking, I think that's like a, I don't know. They don't want it to be triggering to someone. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyhow, that's what's happening and that's new for me. And I'm kind of excited to, to, to do that. I was, I was, um, happy to share that. So that starts on the 21st, which will be after this is recorded (laughs) every other week. And thereafter I'll share it in the Facebook group on Friday. So very good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So many resources. You don't have to drink this Thanksgiving. Yeah. You do not. Um, do you want to wrap up with some tools, make this short and sweet? I know people got to go make pie and do things. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, okay. Let's see my first tool. Okay. So this is fun. Yesterday, speaking of Martha Stewart, I bought a Martha Stewart living magazine yesterday and I have not purchased. I used to have a subscription for years. I had Mm -hmm. a subscription to Martha Stewart magazine. I still have recipe cards that I use that I pulled from her magazines, even though I'm sure they're all online. Um, but I was just at the magazine section the other day at the grocery store and I was, there were some pies on there and I was like, all right, Martha, you pulled me in again. And I'm so excited about this magazine. It's so beautiful, right? (laughs) It's so beautiful what she does. Like it's like art. It, it totally right? it's is. like an art. It's like a total art form what she does and how she does it. And yeah. And she's done it so consistently for so long. Right. Wow. So that's my first one. Oh, I love it. Um, mine is going to be, um, oh, we're sharing our tools, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I just zoned out the first <laughs> Oh, Sandra, maybe I can't record two episodes in one day. Um, <laughs> accepting what is, is my tool this year. Just what mm. is pandemic impending divorce impending move from my home, all of it. I'm just accepting what is, and it's going to be okay. Yeah. That's That's my tool. That's a good one. Um, my second tool, uh, we've already mentioned it, but pie, it's going to be pie, making (laughs) pie, making maybe several pies, um, eating pie, maybe even having pie for breakfast, Mm -hmm. uh, jury's out on that, but Oh, not over here. I'm yeah. That's a, for sure. It's pie. <laughs> I love it. Uh, my son normally makes a pie for our pie auction every year, um, in town here at the fire at the volunteer fire department. And so no pie making, um, for that event, but, uh, yeah, we're going to have to make a cherry pie on Wednesday. I think, hmm. um, my second tool is I am, I couldn't do this in early sobriety. Um, but as I'm progress in my sobriety, non-alcoholic, um, drinks are my jam right now. And Mm -hmm. I drink, um, a non-alcoholic drink called Lagunitas, um, hop water. And I love it. I never drank beer, so that was never my thing. So it's not triggering for me. It is effervescent. You know, I definitely, Mm -hmm. it has an effervescence to it, but I really enjoy it. And, um, I just think trying to find something that you can bring if you're going to a dinner party or if you're going somewhere, bring your drinks, yeah. bring a whole bunch of tea bags in your bag, in your purse, like bring what you need because you don't want to go there and be served tap water. Um, and you don't want to have just the one bottle of Pellegrino on the table and then it's gone. And then, and then what? <laughs> 
So definitely bring, bring your non-alcoholic options with you. If you're going somewhere and, and treat yourself, you, you would definitely buy wine and alcohol and spend money on it. Treat yourself to a $10 box of tea. If you need to just right. yeah, treat yourself. And I <laughs> still have yet to try that Lagunitas. I have not been to like a, I don't know. We have specs and those kind of big, I've not walked into one of those in, uh, seven years almost <laughs> or Aww. six and a half. Yeah. yeah. Six and a half years. So, um, I don't know. I'd love to try it though. I'll have to, I'll have to get creative about, I don't know. I could probably go into one now and it wouldn't be, wouldn't be yeah. weird, but I went into our place is called bottle barn and that's where I used to drop a lot of money every month. Same. You know? And so, when I went in there to go look for the hop water, cause that's where the, I, I contacted the brewery and they said that they distribute it at bottle barn. So I went there to buy a case. Cause you know, I'm all or nothing. Sandra. I'm not just going to buy a four pack. So <laughs> I have it on hand. And when I walked in, I just said, um, do you guys have hop water? And, and they said, we do. I, I said, okay. And I started walking around. Yeah. I mean, yeah that's... Asked somebody and I said, Hey, can you bring me a bottle of a case of hop water up to the front and I'm just going to go pay for it because it was, it's not like I was going to drink, but I did not need to be cruising those. Aisles. No, right. Like, Oh, what's new. And yeah. <laughs> what's new in France from France right now. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I don't need to be doing that either. Yeah. Um, okay. So my last one, um, and this will apply to anyone who's just going to be staying home with their immediate family. Um, pull out the games. I mean, my mom and I, we do some serious Scrabble playing. Mm-hmm. You know, Scrabble's my jam, but whatever is yours, you know, if it's just or the our puzzles, you know, like make the day fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pull out some games. That would that's my third. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm going away this weekend, Sandra, up to Lake Tahoe with a friend and, uh, we've started playing, uh, I think it's Jen Rummy is what it's called. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I having love that, I haven't yeah. played that in years. Yeah. And just having like the, um, the score sheet to continue. Um, mm-hmm. I, I used to think I wasn't competitive, Sandra, but I'm very competitive when it comes to games and keeping ah. score. Cause I'm a scorekeeper, <laughs> super competitive and scrabble. I am. Yeah. I like to talk I'm there trash. to win. <laughs> I like to talk trash too, just to kind of have this fun banter, you know, while it's going down. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, hey, I, I like that. That's on my list too then. Um, and my last thing is just, um, meetings. I'm going to definitely be hitting some meetings to shore up my emotional sobriety. Um, and they're going to be all different kinds of meetings. So definitely our unruffled meeting on Sundays. So if you guys need us after Thanksgiving, we are there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Meetings would be, would be my tool that I'm going to use for sure. Uh, all right. All well, right. Everyone have a safe and sober Thanksgiving. Yeah. And if you want to listen to our old episodes, episode 33, episode 138, it's kind of where we talk about the holidays and, um, See you next time. Bye. The Unruffled Podcast was created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by Caitlin Schumacher. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designers Chris Aguirre and Amy Lanier. Thanks for listening.